What's up, divers? Welcome into the Deep Dive Fantasy Football Podcast, where I take a deep analytical look at fantasy football and combine it with a common sense approach to lead us to some titles. I'm your host, Brandon Gabor, and before we get started, remember you can follow me on my main platform being Twitter at Deep Dive FF, Instagram at Deep Dive Fantasy Football, YouTube at Deep Dive Fantasy Football, even TikTok at Deep Dive FF. And as always, check out the website, deepdivefantasyfootball.com. With that being said, let's get into the content. What is up, divers? Welcome into another episode of Deep Dive Fantasy Football. We're going into week two. Who should you start? Who should you sit? Who are the guys that you should feel extra confident about? And who are the long shot guys that if you're in a pinch, injury or you're just really struggling at a position that you could throw into your starting lineup and hope for some good points. I got the answers for you. So let's start it off with some DFS plays via DraftKings. So these are going to be guys that obviously you're going to start, but they're guys that I think you should expect huge weeks out of. And then we'll have some guys that, you know, maybe you're thinking of flexing. I'm going to give you the confidence to fully flex them. All right, and we're going to start with Carson Wentz versus the Lions. If you're one of those guys who has Trey Lance or one of those that has uh, Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins or one of those later quarterbacks that you may not want to start this week, and those are just examples. I do think Kirk is a fine start. Derek Carr is a fine start. Just examples. But Trey Lance especially, right? Or maybe Justin Fields versus the Packers. Maybe you're not feeling great about it. Carson Wentz is somebody that you can absolutely plug in versus the Detroit Lions. Also, DraftKings, he's one of my favorite priced quarterbacks. He's $5,800 on DraftKings. And let's talk about him. There are certain things that I like to look at when it comes to finding good starts and good plays in DFS. And Vegas and the Lions in Vegas are some of those things. The big bettors, the people who are dropping the most money, are betting the over of 48 and a half in the Lions uh, Lions Commanders game. I almost almost said the old team name instead of Commanders, but I'm getting better. So, on the Commanders Lions game, the over under right now is 48 and a half. The majority of the bets are on the under, but the big money bets, the people that are usually the ones making the money that are dropping crazy crazy amounts of money on lines, they're all betting the over, and I'm kind of with that. I'm kind of with that. I see the over, too. And just at the line, Washington is projected for three touchdowns. So that could be two rushing and one Carson Wentz, or it could be three touchdowns, two Carson Wentz. And if we're betting the over, there's upside for more. So when you're looking at Washington, Carson Wentz is, to me, a safe 250 passing yards and two passing touchdowns this week versus the Lions. I'm seeing an easy 18 points for Carson Wentz with upside for 25, 26, 27. So Carson Wentz is somebody you should definitely look into starting and definitely be paying $5,800 for on DraftKings. The other quarterback that I think might be the QB1 on the week and is absolutely worth his cost in daily fantasy is Joe Burrow. $6,600, a little bit more expensive than Carson Wentz. He's playing the Cowboys. Let's think about this. There are quarterbacks that do horrible when they're pissed off. They get worse. When they 
you know, come in with a chip on their shoulder, they don't perform. And there are quarterbacks that do. Tom Brady, when Tom Brady's pissed off, when Tom Brady's determined, he plays even better. Well, Joe Burrow falls into that category as well for me. Joe Burrow has got to feel that way after all the turnovers versus Pittsburgh, the heartbreak ending in Pittsburgh. He's got to be feeling that. And he's going to be going against the Cowboys that the Bucks just went down the field like five drives in a row. We're not finishing in the end zone, but we're going down, getting into the red zone, five, four drives in a row versus the Cowboys, despite the Bucks' offensive line being almost non-existent. The Bengals' offensive line is in better shape than that. They have better weapons. If T. Higgins plays, if he's healthy, they've got better weapons than what the Bucks were working with, with Chris Godwin going out so early. And I absolutely expect Joe Burrow to just lay it on. Plus, the Cowboys, they're not even going to be able to stay on the field and run clock much. Their, their time of possession is probably going to be atrocious because they've got Cooper Rush in at quarterback. They're not going to stay on the field. It's going to be three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Joe Burrow is going to run this thing. Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon. So Joe Burrow is a very, very, very strong DFS play for me at the moment. Now we've got running backs. Let's talk about some running backs. Jonathan Taylor, obviously you're starting him. But $9,900 versus the Jags, worth the price. We've got a a majority of betters on the under on the Vegas line of 45 and a half. They're thinking it's going to be a, a low-scoring, grinded-out game that's perfect for Jonathan Taylor versus Jaguars. And there's not that many running backs that are cheap that I really, really like this week. So I'm just paying up for running back, and I've got a whole bunch of cheap options at receiver for this week. So Jonathan Taylor I'm paying up for. Another guy I'm paying up for, he's not even expensive, but another guy that I'm paying for is Antonio Gibson. Versus the Lions, $6,200. The Lions have a horrible run defense. The Eagles just ran all over the Lions. The Lions defense allowed 38 points, was it, to the Eagles? And I think Washington's going to be somewhere in the range of high 20s. Maybe, maybe low 30s. Probably more likely high 20s. I see Washington scoring about 28 in this game. And like we were talking about earlier, Washington's projected three touchdowns with a little bit of upside for more. If it's not Carson Wentz getting them, then it's going to be the rushing game. Obviously, it's passing or rushing, and that means Antonio Gibson is likely going to be the one to get it because J.D. McKissick, he's probably not going to get those red zone carries over Antonio Gibson, and Brian Robinson ain't back yet. So Antonio Gibson, for that reason, is a strong play. Also, you could stack them because Antonio Gibson is being used as a receiver, and he is being explosive as a receiver, and so he could end up with to receiving touchdowns, and Carson Wentz is also getting those points, and that's a really good DFS stack to possibly keep an eye on. The last running back I want to talk about, actually, forgive me, two more running backs. The first one is going to be Joe Mixon. Once again, same thing, Carson Wentz, Antonio Gibson, Joe Burrow, my one of my favorite quarterbacks with Joe Mixon. Versus the Cowboys, Leonard Fournette ate the Cowboys alive, and that was behind a bad offensive line. Now, the Bengals is still coming around. Their offensive line is still coming around. They got a lot of new faces, right, in a lot of new places, and they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to gel together, but they're probably outperforming the Bucks' offensive line at this point. And I personally, I believe Joe Mixon is a more talented running back than Leonard Fournette, even though I'm a Bucks fan. So Joe Mixon versus the Cowboys, I love it. I think Joe Burrow is going to just start on fire. They're going to go up early, often. They're going to be killing the Cowboys, and they're going to just start beating it down with Joe Mixon. Just run 
run. Five yards, five yards, five yards, 12, two, 12, two, five yards, five yards, 12, two, just over and over and over. And that's why I think Joe Mixon for $7,200 is worth the price. I'm stacking him with Jonathan Taylor or Antonio Gibson. And then the last running back, the fourth running back, I'm taking two of these four in every one of my DFS lineups, is Josh Jacobs versus Arizona, $5,800. He's got the majority of carries. He got 10 out of the 13 carries in that backfield in week one versus the Chargers. The Arizona Cardinals don't have a great defense. And this is another scenario where it's possible, it's possible that the Raiders do go up and have a nice substantial lead, but not good enough where they're like ah let me just keep josh jacobs on the sideline make sure he stays healthy it's not going to be that kind of blowout it's going to be more we've got a touchdown lead and we're trying to maintain that throughout the game so we need to keep all our best players on the field josh jacobs is that to them that's how they're using him despite all of the panic that we guys that everyone had in the preseason josh jacobs got the bulk of the work i expect that to be the same fifty hundred dollars is a huge discount on what might be a workhorse back this week in a good matchup so Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Jonathan Taylor. Obviously, you're starting Taylor and Mixon. If you have Gibson or Josh Jacobs, throw them in your lineups. Don't be nervous. Start them with confidence. And those are the four that I'm putting in my DFS lineups. Now let's talk about some wide receivers. Devontae Adams versus the Cardinals. He's one of the wide receivers. If you're going to pay up at the position, I would do so. He's getting supremely targeted, just like the other two new wide receivers in their offenses, Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown. But Devontae Adams is going versus a Cards secondary that is decimated, and that's pretty much all you need to know. He's getting huge amounts of targets. He's very efficient with Derek Carr, and he's got nobody on the Cards defense that even comes close to being able to cover him. Jamar Chase is another one. $8,000 versus the Cowboys. Same thing. I'm not worried about Trayvon Diggs. I'm not. He's He can't touch Jamar Chase. I'm not worried about it. Amon Ross St. Brown, $6,500. He's a medium range wide receiver versus Washington. He, in the last eight games he's played, he's been a wide receiver one seven of the last eight. So he is pretty much a locked in top 12 wide receiver. Washington doesn't have anybody that's going to shut him down. It's a good matchup. And the over-under is decent. You know, at 48 and a half, that's a decent amount of points they're expecting to go on the board. So it's very possible. And I believe... I believe at this point, I think the line opened with Washington being favored, but I think it's been bet over the other way. And now the lines are favored by either one or one and a half, depending on where you're looking. So they're expecting some touchdowns as well for Detroit. And I think Amon Ross St. Brown is a good bet to get one and he's going to get all his targets. So he's the number one. We had a lot of issues and a lot of concerns about, hey, when they're all healthy between Amon Ra and TJ Hawkinson and Josh Jacobs, or not Josh Jacobs, uh, DeAndre Swift, who's going to be the main target getter because they all receive a lot of targets. Well, Swift was the one in terms of targets who suffered last week. I think he only had like two. And TJ Hawkinson was okay. Amon Ra just killed it. If that's how they're going to go this offense this season, then he's the guy that you want to be paying attention to. Then another wide receiver I like, actually two in the same game, Julio Jones for $5,500 versus the Saints. Jarvis Landry for $5,000 versus the Bucks. It comes down to this. The Saints and the Bucks both have a lockdown corner. That's Carlton Davis on the Bucks side, Marshawn Lattimore on the Saints side. Marshawn Lattimore is going to stick to Mike Evans. He always does. And that's why Mike Evans in the last four matchups versus the Saints with Tom Brady at quarterback has only averaged 
7.8 fantasy points per game, which is why he's actually going to be on my sit list. I'm not playing him in DFS, but I'm also sitting him in my regular fantasy season-long lineups. And so if you have Mike Evans, think about that. 7.8 points average per game against the Saints because Marshawn Lattimore shuts him down very well. Now, yes, you're risking the the possibility that Mike Evans gets a touchdown. You are risking that. But he hasn't done it versus Marshawn Lattimore in quite a while. So we'll see what happens there. But I really like Julio Jones because Lattimore's on Evans. Who's on Julio? Nobody that can guard Julio. And Godwin's out. So And we don't have a significant tight end to throw the ball to. So Julio Jones is probably going to get a lot of targets. And for $5,500, I'm all over that. Jarvis Landry versus the Bucks. Same thing. Carlton Davis is going to be on Michael Thomas. If you look at Michael Thomas's history versus Carlton Davis or any of the wide receivers that don't have supreme speed and mainly are 50-50 ball catchers or big body type alpha wide receivers, they don't do good against Carlton Davis. Devontae Adams doesn't do great versus Carlton Davis. Michael Thomas doesn't do good versus Carlton Davis. Most of those big receivers, Carlton Davis has got their number. And he's going to have that for Michael Thomas, which means Jameis is going to have to look either Chris Olave's way or Jarvis Landry's way. Now, I do have Chris Olave in a couple places, just in case I'm wrong, but I think Jarvis is going to be the one who has the better week. Lastly, we've got Kyle Pitts versus the Rams. $5,400. He's pretty much the only tight end I'm putting in unless I'm going super, super cheap, which the only super, super cheap guy I really like is Gerald Everett, and obviously that game's out the window. We're talking Sunday slates. So Kyle Pitts is the man for me at tight end. Now let's talk about two things. Desperation starters. So if you're really struggling, like you think you you kind of need somebody off the waiver to go into your starting lineup, I got you. And if you want somebody super, super cheap in DFS, the first one is going to be Donovan Peoples-Jones, DPJ. You guys know I love him. $4,400 in DraftKings. He's playing the Jets. He had 11 targets last week. He came down with a good amount of them, I think like seven. And here's the thing. Okay, I watched every snap of that game, specifically for the purpose of analyzing Baker Mayfield and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Donovan Peoples-Jones might be the number one target through the season for Jacoby Brissett, and it might not be a one-game outlier because Amari Cooper, let's think about it. He's a route runner, right? He's a route runner. You kind of got to hit him in stride, hit him when he's breaking open. You need to be a good, accurate quarterback. Amari Cooper is not winning 50-50 balls. You throw in Amari Cooper an inaccurate ball, he's probably not coming down with it. Donovan Peoples-Jones, that does not apply. Donovan Peoples-Jones wins those 50-50 balls. If you look at his catches in week one, they're all contested. He's going up and snagging it with a corner hanging all over him. And that's the kind of dude he is because he's not a supreme separator. He's a good route runner, and he'll get you sometimes, but he's not super quick. He doesn't have great acceleration. And so that's that's why he's built this skill set, and that's exactly what Jacoby Brissett needs. Jacoby knows, hey, I got Donovan Peoples-Jones. I know where he's going to be. I just got to throw it in the vicinity. I got to throw it to him. As long as he can touch it, he can catch it, whether it's behind him and he's got to contort his body or whatever the case may be. And that's what we saw in week one. I think we might see it again versus the Jets. The Jets don't have a corner that's necessarily going to shut down anybody. And even if they did, that corner would probably be on Amari Cooper. So Devon, Donovan Peoples-Jones, that's a good one. Another one, Greg Dortch, somebody who had a nice nice week. He's a pretty good 
wide receiver. He has a pretty good profile from college, actually. He's a rookie. He's playing the Raiders. Raiders also decimated secondary. I believe they're starting. One of their starting corners was like the fifth corner on their depth chart last year. So Greg Dortch, $3,500. Yes, please. That's a good matchup. And the Raiders, I think, are going to put up points. The Cardinals are going to have to throw the ball. And outside of Marquise Brown, Dortch might be the next targeted guy. Richie James for $3,200. We're getting super cheap here versus the Panthers. Running the slot a good amount of time for the Giants. I think he's uh, he's going to be somebody who's getting eight targets. And eight targets for $3,200. It's a nice ratio right there. Jahan Dotson versus the Lions. For some reason, they didn't bump up his price much after his two-touchdown early week rookie debut. And guess what? He could have even done better. I also watched every snap of that game. If you're catching on, I've got NFL Plus. If you don't get it, have it, you should get it too because you could just watch the games in condensed version. No, this is not an ad. I'm just saying. You could watch the games in condensed version and it takes you like 35, 40 minutes to get through a game watching every snap. So when there are specific games, specific people that I'm looking at, I'm using NFL Plus and doing that. And this was another one of those games. I wanted to see Trevor. I wanted to see Wentz. I wanted to see Gibson. I wanted to see Kirk, ETN, James Robinson, Jahan Dotson. There were a lot of nice little names I wanted to see. And looking at Jahan Dotson, he had like a really beautiful catch. It was just overthrown by Carson Wentz. We kind of talked about that. Wentz and Lawrence were overthrown a lot of balls in that game. But we talked about that in the recap. Wentz had like a 35, 40 yard overthrow or throw that was overthrown to Jahan Dotson that he did a nice job getting open on the sideline. He went up for it. He just came down out of bounds because it was too far out. But that was another great catch that nobody really gets to see because it didn't count. And he could have had an amazing day. It was already amazing. Could have been even better. He's playing the Lions. The Lions don't got no corner that's going to run with Dotson. So for $4,200, you've got upside for, you know, another touchdown, maybe two if you're super lucky. That would be a ridiculous two-week start for a rookie wide receiver. Absolutely. And I don't expect it. But we're talking about super cheap shots in the dark right here. And I wouldn't be surprised if he repeats. And probably is going to have more targets and more receptions and more yards this week than last week. It's just the touchdowns that I'm really thinking are going to get scaled back. And then we've got the Steelers defense for $2,800. I don't know what DraftKings is doing. I don't know if I'm missing something. I know TJ Watt is out, but the Patriots offense doesn't scare me one bit. And for $2,800, the Steelers defense, which is a very good defense, uh, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Now let's talk about some People, not too many. I'm not too much of a party pooper, so I've only got four names for you. People, we want to sit off your rosters. Bench them. Just bench them and absolutely avoid them in DFS. Well, one of them is not going to be for benching. One of them is just avoiding. And that's uh, that's Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, you're not going to bench him. He's going to do good. But for DFS, for his price, absolutely not. I think Joe Mixon's going to outscore him this week. I think Josh Jacobs might. Antonio Gibson might. Jonathan Taylor definitely will. Dalvin Cook definitely will. There's a lot of running backs. I don't think Christian McCaffrey's the top six running back this week, and he's priced as the number one running back or the number two running back. So that's way too pricey. I'm not playing him. So stay away from McCaffrey in daily fantasy lineups. And now let's look about or look at some guys that we want to sit completely. And that's going to start with Alvin Kamara versus the Bucks. Okay, first off, this is if he plays because 
It looked like he was going to play. Now they're saying he's probably going to be out, but they're not sure. If he does play, sit him. Okay, if if they're playing this game with injury, oh, is he going to play? He's not going to play. He's going to play. He's not going to play. If they're doing that, then why take the risk? That's number one. Number two, Kamara's not getting the targets and the receptions that made him great in fantasy. He's just getting a couple, a few. He's got Taysom Hill stealing from him in the red zone, stealing from him in general, and he's only getting like 10 carries a game. And thirdly, he's playing the Bucks defense. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Ask the people who played Zeke last week when I said Zeke was a sit. Ask Zeke owners last week how they felt. That's how you're going to feel if you play Alvin Kamara. Don't do it. Mike Evans versus the Saints. I love the guy. But Marshawn Lattimore's got his number. Seven point, actually, I said 7.8. It's 7.25 fantasy points per game over the last four games versus New Orleans. Sit him. Sit him, sit him, sit him. I would, I'm going to be straight up with you. I'm very close to playing Donovan Peoples-Jones over Mike Evans. You might think I'm getting too cute. Maybe I am. We'll see. Michael Thomas versus the Bucks. Carlton Davis. That's all I got to say. Michael Thomas is a sit for me as well. Now I've got three favorite betting lines for you, and then we're out of here. Nice and quick on a Saturday morning. Get you up, wake up, get you out the door, get you ready to uh, dominate week two. Bengals versus Cowboys. Bengals are... At minus seven right now, they're favored to win by seven. I think they blow out the Cowboys. I don't think this is going to be close. I think if Dak was healthy, the line should be minus seven. Not when he's out. So the Bengals, I'm taking. I think it's going to be a blowout. They're going to win by at least 10 in my opinion. Steelers versus Patriots. Patriots are favored by two and a half. I'll take Steelers as the dog. I think Steelers are going to win outright. So giving them two and a half points to work with is awesome to me. That defense is not going to allow Mac Jones to do anything. That run game is not looking great, especially because they decided to move away from what they've been doing successfully over the last 10 years as a run scheme. I don't know what they're doing, but they need to figure it out. This ain't going to be the week they do that. And even if it was, the Steelers defense is ready for them. And then lastly, the last favorite betting line I have is the Panthers. I'm going to take the Panthers. They're getting one and a half points. Because they are underdogs versus the Giants. Giants are favored by one and a half. I'm going to take the Panthers. I know I was looking at the Panthers last week. You guys didn't have a podcast last week. But I was looking at the Panthers last week. Got burned. But you know what? I'm going back. I'm not going to let last week affect this week. I'm not going to do it. And the Giants played well. That's true. But they were playing against the Titans. And outside of Derrick Henry, the Titans don't really have established weapons yet and maybe Burks will become that and he did have a good rookie debut but he also wasn't on the field for a lot of the game the Titans were not working with great weapons and Tannehill's not a better quarterback really if you take away AJ Brown because he was just making Tannehill look way better than he is Tannehill's not that much better of a quarterback than Baker this was another game this is a game I just told you Donovan Peoples-Jones I was watching Baker I was watching this was a game I watched every snap dude Baker had no time at all. Like, he was getting killed. He was getting killed. He One second after he snaps the ball, he's got somebody about to tug on his jersey in the backfield. And he was he definitely made some mistakes. I'm not trying to, to excuse the whole game for Baker. But it doesn't initially, as, as bad as it seemed initially, it, I don't feel that way anymore after watching every single snap. So... Baker, I think he's doing all right. He's still, you know, going to get better every week because he's in a new system. He's with new, an entirely new team. 
and obviously new receivers and all that. So I think the Panthers are going to surprise some people this week. I think the peop- everyone's just expecting the Giants to just take this one because the fact that the Browns beat the Panthers, I think everyone's expecting the Giants to run away with this. But I, I don't know. I think this is going to be a good game actually like for entertainment value i think it's going to be a good game for fantasy points not really um you'll still have you know your your couple guys that are going to go off but generally speaking i don't think it's going to be great for fantasy or high scoring but i think it will be a fun watch with that said that is the uh that's the rundown all right so if you guys have questions feel free to dm me and stuff Try not to send me questions on Sundays. It's very hard for me to answer questions on Sundays before games um, for a lot of different reasons. So you got to get me those questions by Saturday at the latest. If you send them to me on Sunday, I'm probably not going to get to you. With that said, hope you guys have a good week this week. Good luck in your lineups, your lineup decisions. Let's hope nobody gets injured, not just on our teams, but just in general. Let's wish for overall NFL league health because it's not fun watching teams that are starting a whole bunch of backups. No offense to the backups. You guys will get your your chance and, you know, you guys do your work. But we want to see the stars out there. We want to see healthy teams. We don't like injuries. So let's pray for some good uh, injury luck, I guess. Pray for health. Thank you, guys. Good luck this week. Drop rating. Drop review. See ya.